it's incredible, it's edible, it's valuable to me. It's incredible, you can eat it all, and best of all, it's free. Hot gardens or containers, raised beds or a bin. And don't forget the motto, if you eat your in. Take a trip down to Tugmorden, that's where it all began. With a garden and a rose bush and a lady named Pam. She had a friend called Mary, who knows both one and all. First task of the new project, tear down the garden walls. It's incredible, it's edible, it's valuable to me. Or containers, rings, beds, or a bin. And don't forget the motto if you eat your in. Pam tells us we're not victims, we step up, we take a chance. We can all start work tomorrow, no waiting around for grants. Actions are most important, we strive to make our own love. And drop the hot potato, but don't pause to pass the buck. We don't want walls or barriers, remove that blocking hedge. Eat all the pretty flowers, and grow the healthy veg. The world can't wait for planting.
Yes, thank you very much, the uh, Jane and Mike band there, with the incredible Edible song. And this is the Green Drafts and Worms show on Salford City Radio, 94.4 FM, coming to you every Wednesday morning, even if we have to record it in the kitchen, or the bathroom, or the attic, we'll try and get through to you. Now, Jane was saying that there are things we can't change, and there are things that we can do, and we have to try and know the difference. So we're playing the incredible Edible song because there are green and growing things happening in Salford. Even though, because of lockdown, Incredible Edible has stopped meeting on a Sunday morning temporarily down at the allotment in Patricroft. But if you get in touch with them, we can access that place. It just means that we don't want to get a crowd of people down there and spreading our germs between us. So I'll give you the email. It's Incredible Edible Salford Contact at gmail.com. So that's a pretty long name, but you know it makes sense. Incredible Edible Salford Contact. All one word, believe it or not, at gmail.com. And if you send an email or if you look on Facebook for Incredible Edible Salford, you can get in touch with them and see when the place is accessible because we need to be planting now in order to have food in the summer. It's the planting season and somehow or other we've got to get some things growing in order to feed ourselves in the future. Now you agree with that, don't you Jane? Very much so. Um, And I've got a book in my hand called Drawdown, the most comprehensive plan ever proposed to reverse global warming. And in this, there's loads and loads of ways that we can reverse global warming. And one of them that's very effective is educating girls and way way that we look at food production. And locally grown food is so much better for the environment so that we don't have to transport it and making the most of every single solitary space. Now, we have been in contact with the youth climate change activists over the last year, and they uh, at the youth strike. And I was posting on Facebook to Emma Greenwood, about who is one of the many, many active leaders around, and I was saying, oh, it's as if the government has given you permission to have a strike. But what would happen if you were all learning how to grow your own food in no matter how small or big a space that's around? Now, in Salford, we have lots of incredible edible beds that aren't being used. And if people who are living in flats and don't have access to um, any soil or anything to grow. I will be talking about how to grow on your windowsills and on your balconies, but also use these plots. They're all over the place and nobody is farming in them at the moment. There may be useful weeds in them. We're eating dandelions from the garden and nettles that you can eat and wash very thoroughly because a lot of them are by um, 
heavily polluted roads, but those roads are heavily polluted in this time. So a call out to everybody who's got time on their hands and as long as they don't do it en masse and organise themselves, they can educate themselves on to how to grow their own food locally. And a word in there for recycling as well, because um, if we are recycling properly, we can pick up any bottles and take them home and put them in our recycling bins, which in fact make money for the council. So instead of um, the council having to pick them up for you, if you all recycle plastic bottles and cans and put them in your brown bins, then you are helping society, just as we're trying to help society by keeping fit and healthy, eating our weeds, what we got for dinner, some nettle and dandelion soup with lots of onions, because onions are good for infection. Oh, delicious. <laughs> so, just a word about those empty plots. As an example, if you walk through the middle of Eccles at the moment, you'll see these raised beds, and some of them, uh, just round by the shops, have got pretty flowers in because the council have taken them over and managed to, uh, even with a restricted workforce, do some work on them. But the ones down Church Street, mostly they've got a bit of lavender or some herbs, and the rest of it is empty. So you can get in there, you can put in some onions and chives and something useful for the summer. And Jane will tell you more about that later. But also, before the lockdown, we were going to Buell Hill regularly. And the Friends of Buell Hill are doing amazing work in trying to bring back into use the uh, Bowling Green Pavilion. It's a, it's a building, it's a cabin, it's been there since the 1930s. And they have been open between one o'clock and four o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. And they're trying to keep that going. It does mean you've got to keep your distance if you want to go there. But on a sunny day, they've got seats, chairs and tables. And you could sit outside as long as you remember to bring your biological wipes and wipe them down. And at least you can talk to people from a distance. And you'll notice that on the old bowling green on the right-hand side, there's raised beds that were put there six or seven years ago. And some of them have become a bit dilapidated. Now, a few are being maintained and people are doing sterling work coming in whenever they can. So one idea is if you come in on a Wednesday afternoon, pop in sometime between one and four, you might find somebody there. And you might be able to talk to them about putting your name down on the list to get one of those beds so you can go in and grow some stuff and they'll tell you about the access arrangements and what you need to do. There's also a website, isn't there, Jane, put up by Mark Frith, which is called Growing Togetherness. They've got a page on Facebook, Growing Togetherness. Well, you can't argue with that, can you? That sounds like well. a good idea. Now, one of the thoughts I had was because um, Mark is supplying us with our um, compost and soil needs for the coming 12 weeks, is that Mark was saying that they're growing together now, so there won't be as much 
may be individual people growing their own food, but they have a communal plot there and they planted out potatoes. One of the other things that I am saying is that we might go along, but I will not be using any toilets or I won't be going in the cafe because it's too enclosed. But I want to make people aware of taps, which is one of my major bugbears at the moment, because um, people are touching the taps with what might be contaminated hands, washing the hands very thoroughly and then touching the taps again. And I just wonder if the COVID who lives on um, hard surfaces, which is um, our taps, if they can be transmitted back to your hands. So you may be washing your hands and then touching the COVID virus again. That's only in my head, but I won't be using the taps and I can only go out uh, for one bladder's worth because I can't always. <laughs> well, we know that there is an invention, isn't there? Because in the hospitals, people don't have taps that you twist. They have taps that you can work with your elbows. So for many years, doctors and nurses have been aware of the fact that you don't want to touch the taps while you're washing your hands. And the best we can do maybe is to get that soap on our hands and then rub it over the taps to make sure that the taps are cleaned. And we watched a programme on television the other night and it was about deep cleaning the house. And it was saying that the most obvious things that you might think, like the, the handle on the cistern, you know, so when you flush the toilet, you know that you're touching the handle. Well, OK, you can wash your hands afterwards. But if you wash your hands and then switch the tap off, you might be getting more germs back on your hands before you go out the door. And you see, well, I see, when I go out these days, that if you go into a public toilet, people are doing all kinds of shimmies and manoeuvres to try and not touch the door handle. So we are getting more aware of the fact that what we do with our hands is important and where we put them is, has to be kind of um, thoughtful. We have to be thoughtful about it. So if you've been on a mindfulness course, you know what I'm talking about already. But I'll tell you what we'll do, Jane. Yes. We've been talking about taps. Yes. Let's have the tapping song. Oh, great. Because what that does is it talks about tapping on the top of your eye, the side of your eye, all the acupressure points. And we're in a period of great trauma. And what people need to do is to be able to find ways to cope. So if you listen to the words of the tapping song, it tells you exactly where to tap and how many times you tap, 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 four or five times. And that could very well be very useful in this time of need. Yes. So let's put that on. So are you using the one from YouTube? Yes. Yes. And this was recorded in the middle of Africa where people are having trauma already, let alone with this new virus. And it was a song written by a man from Sweden, is it? Yeah. And he went out there and he realised the importance of trapping, tapping because people have got this trauma from things like the um, the Rwanda genocide and we're really suffering emotionally. And this is one way of being able to cope by doing the tapping. 
So, as it says, tap along with the song and you can't go wrong. So, here's the tapping song. Do as I do, let me show this to you. All I say that is hell, help me. If you want to let go of the misery you know, if you want to set your nightmares free. T T T. Now look at the left side of your hand where the little finger meets the palm. That part is called the karate spot. This is where you start to be calm. Come along now. Two fingers tap it with a simple beat. Both hands now where your eyebrows meet. Two fingers tap it with a simple beat. On the side of your eyes where your temple lies. Two fingers tap it with a simple beat. Under your eyes, under bones rise. Two fingers tap it with a simple beat. On your lip with one hand. Take a deep breath and hold it. Breathe out real slow. 